if you have big goals going into this next year and you want to ensure that the next year of time is the year that you step into your shift in trajectory, like where everything changes, I have a yearly review process that I'm going to walk you through that has changed the game for me. Whether you're doing this at the end of a year or the start of a new year or smack dab in the middle of the year, but you just know that you want to make that big shift into your next level of success, this is for you. So today I'm going to walk you through my breakthrough year blueprint, and it's a step-by-step process to review your past year and strategically architect your most successful year yet. So I'm going to walk you through this yearly visionary review process that's going to tee you up for your most profitable, your most successful, most opportunity-filled year yet. And it's an in-depth way to tactically look at your past year in a really intentional way. Instead of just going into this next year with new goals and new hopes and new dreams with no real plan to change anything. Instead, we're going to ensure that this next year is actually different. Like you can map it out and you can see how it's going to be different and you're going to execute differently. That next year for you is going to be your breakthrough year. But if you do what most entrepreneurs do, you're going to close out this year. You're going to be grateful that it's behind you. Maybe you're tired, you're burnt out. You're going to set new and bigger goals and then just roll into the next year hoping that something changes. And that means you're going to join the masses of disappointed entrepreneurs who ultimately find themselves stuck again. So no matter when you're tuning into this, I think it's probably safe to assume that you want the next year of time to be categorically better than the last year of time. We all want growth. For some of us, that growth is financial. Right? You're ready to have your breakthrough year financially, 5x your profit, step into a whole new league. But for some, it's a different kind of growth because maybe the last year you spent the year overworking and you were disconnected from your family and you felt the weight of that and the guilt of that and a massive growth year for you would look different. It's not about the wealth. It's about having the systems in place to free up your time or the team to support you or keeping a better schedule that allows you to be more present or breaking the chains of work addiction, or whatever it might be. So I'm going to teach you what tools you can use to leverage this process, how you can map out this next year differently, and what specifically has to change for this next year to be the year. So get ready for it. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it you're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy success in business, and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. 
it is time for your breakthrough. I am so excited to jump in to my breakthrough year blueprint. This is my step-by-step process to review your past year and strategically architect your most successful year yet. And it works because you are going to be so hyper-intentional and tactical and strategic, but you're also going to be able to reflect and identify what worked and what didn't. This is a process that very few people do, but the ones that do are the ones that are crushing it and they're the ones that experience true change. So instead of going into this next year with new hopes and new goals and a fresh new planner or whatever it is that inspires you and excites you, only to be a few months into the year and wonder, wait, why isn't it taking off for me? Or why why am I not achieving these goals that I set my sight on? Or why isn't my vision coming to fruition? Or why does this feel hard? Or why does this feel a lot like last year? It's because you didn't take the time to do this process. This is an opportunity to f- be super tactical and to tee yourself up for a powerful next year and not fall into the all too common trap that many entrepreneurs fall into of setting goals and just going for it. That's great. Hard work has gotten you far, but what you're talking about, a breakthrough year, a year where everything changes, where you experience a a exponential growth curve that you're seeking, it requires different reflection and different action. So first, let's talk about what you're going to need to do this visionary review process. You are going to need the following. Ideally, you're going to be utilizing, one, a two to three, preferably three hour block of time on your calendar. And I want you to set that in stone now. Hit pause, set it in stone. Because you also want to remember, for those of you who may be balked at the idea of giving, quote, this much time to this when you're already at max capacity, I really, really hope that you thoroughly enjoyed the previous year. Because if you cannot dedicate three hours to transforming the next year of time, then you are going to relive the last year. So I really hope you liked last year because this upcoming year is going to look a lot like it. So two to three hour block of time. You're going to need your phone. You're going to need your planner from the previous year, whether it's a digital planner, physical planner. You will need your journal. Now, if you're sitting there saying, well, I didn't have a planner or I didn't have a journal, this is a good thing to know. This is also going to tee you up for change in the next year. These are things you need to have. You're going to need your financials. And even if it's just baseline, a P&L, what came in, what went out, what was the total revenue, what was total profit, just something to show us what the numbers were. Preferably, you'll have the numbers broken down by what offers performed or where you had money coming in and where was cash flow coming from, where were you losing money, all of that kind of stuff. And then at some point in this process, which I'll break down in a moment, you're going to leverage your family and you're going to leverage your team if you have one. So finally, you're going to need a heart for growth because this is not a time to beat yourself up. I want you to come into this with a posture of openness and willingness to grow and change. Take your ego out of the driver's seat. It's not going to serve you here. So this is where the value lies, okay? By being able to have all of these tools to leverage and identify what went on in the previous year, you're going to be able to specifically see how you got the results you got and how you can tweak the things you did to get the results you want to get, which is the whole point. You cannot escape what is in black and white. So by using these tools, like your phone, which I'll tell you how to do this, your uh, planner, your journal, these are things that capture real-time evidence, and we need to analyze the data. 
So previously, maybe you just got super excited about the upcoming year and you started dreaming really big and you set these new, bigger goals and you rallied yourself around them. And that was good enough to kick off this new year. You were ready to leave the previous year behind you. And again, even if you're doing this in the middle of the year, it doesn't matter. You still want the next year of time to be your best year, right? So it doesn't doesn't matter if this is like a clean start in, in a new year. But now we're actually going to make sure that your roadmap that you're creating leads to the destination that you think you're aiming for. We want that correlation there. We want to make sure that where we're setting our sails is actually going to take us where we want to go. You'd be amazed by how few people actually do this. So just by carving out the time and going through this process, even if it's begrudgingly in the beginning, you are doing a strategic visionary process and you're setting yourself apart just by doing this. Leaders take the time to reflect. They take the time to analyze. They ask good questions. They tweak their way to victory. They don't live a life of repeating the same patterns and mistakes over and over and hoping for a magical different result. So first up is your phone. I want you to open your calendar on your phone, assuming that you tracked things in that calendar. You used your digital calendar. If not, just look wherever you kept your calendar. God willing, you kept a freaking calendar, okay? If you didn't have a digital calendar, I want to encourage you to make that tweak, make it your first change going into this next year. So you can keep this process going and you can create checkpoints throughout the year. So have either a blank piece of paper or a doc on the computer where you're going to track this. Your time is going to be your most coveted asset over this next year. It always has been, but maybe you haven't respected it the way it deserved respect. So this is how we're going to leverage it and we're going to analyze it. We're going to look at how you spent your time to ensure that you value it appropriately going forward. The evidence is going to be in your schedule. Okay, so the reason I wanted you to have a nice big block of time to do this is because I want you to be thorough. I don't want this to be a surface level 30,000 foot view thing. We are in the granular and I am very much a visionary. I like being in the 30,000 foot view. I don't like getting into the nitty gritty. Tough. You want to be a CEO. You want to be a leader. Carve out the time and do this work. You can also just go through the days in your calendar. You can literally just kind of click through quickly and just get an overarching sense of where the bulk of your time was spent in the previous year. You have to be aware of where that time was going. Right? Because if you're going into this next year with big hopes and dreams, but no way of saying, well, how did I use my time last year and where did that get me? And then if I use my time the same way this next year, won't it get me the same result? Well, the answer is yes. So how do we change that? We have to look at the evidence. Because if the answer is that certain things in your life or goals that you had for your business didn't come to fruition, which is super common and very likely, you need to find out why. And this is going to be the key to why. And a lot of times it's because where your time was being focused, your energy is being focused, and it might not be focused on the goals that you actually set for yourself. Get a sense of what your days look like week to week. Were they booked solid with calls? Okay, this is a big one. I have a lot of clients who are super overwhelmed. And then when we analyze their calendar, we see that nearly every hour is booked on Zoom meetings or they were on -on one-on-one calls and all of their time is being put towards some kind of fulfillment or management instead of creation and innovation 
or sales or things that move the needle. And then it's very easy to identify, man, this is why I didn't get those financial goals last year. This is why I was so spread thin. This is why I was so stressed out. So I want you to do this work. Also look at your days and answer, okay, were they just totally blank slates? Were they left open for you to guess as to where you should spend your time? You knew you were gonna work that day, but you had nothing carved out in the calendar, no real plan. Did you even keep work hours? Did your work bleed into your family time or the weekends? Did you work a lot of nights? Did you aim at specific financial goals, but in looking at your calendar, little of your time was spent on what would have actually moved the needle towards that goal, right? Like you had big sales goals and you held no sales calls or something of that nature. You can see, were you traveling too much, right? You felt so depleted and you were exhausted and it took a physical toll on you and you didn't get to see your family much, but you look back on those days and those weeks and you're like, holy crap, I was gone half the year. Did you intentionally block off time for visionary work like this or vacation or family time? Or were your work days just fractured with other commitments? Like, Random things, PTA meetings and friend time or this activity or that activity. You can click through somewhat quickly to see, generally speaking, we're kind of in the general right now, what things look like. And then ultimately, there's a search feature in your calendar. So I want you to leverage that search feature because we often schedule events similarly, right? Like if I put a meeting in my phone, I always put Zoom with it. So if I have a podcast interview, I'll put podcast interview Zoom or I'll put team meeting Zoom. So for me, it was searching the word Zoom so I could see, oh my gosh, look how often I was on Zoom meetings this last year. That's crazy. That's way too much. Or it's not enough. Wondering why my team's disconnected, but I had no team calls scheduled, something like that. So you want to use that search feature for things like client meetings and Zoom calls or interviews you did or travel you had or time off you had. So look and it'll it'll populate the big chunks and you can start to see this is where the bulk of my time was spent. Now, right now we're a little bit more zoomed out in the digital calendar. When we get to the planner, we're gonna zoom in and get into the granular of the day to day. So if things didn't come to fruition the way that you had hoped over the last year, this is how we look at why. And you are starting to see that maybe you spent so much time on one particular thing that you didn't take the time or prioritize your time towards other areas of your business that would have been really fruitful for you. Wondering, wait, why didn't I scale last year? One of my goals was to grow and to see more income coming in. But when you look at the evidence, you're like, what did I do to actually ensure that that was going to be secured, that that was actually going to happen? On the other hand, though, if your calendar looked really light, we have to determine Where was your time being spent? If you weren't utilizing your calendar and actually carving out specific time that was labeled, where not just you, but other people in your world could say, okay, this is when she's working on this. This is when he's doing this. This is when she's away. This is when he's showing up for whatever. Were you just winging it? Because that's massively problematic too. Was it lost on things that maybe don't get scheduled in to a digital calendar? Pretty sure you don't schedule into your calendar when you're gonna scroll social media right? Or put out the little fires in your business or, you know, answer email or Slack messages. So those kind of things, when we get into the day to day, we'll be able to see that a little bit better. But if you're not blocking off time and being able to identify what was going on where you were spending your time, it's a great clear indicator. You're going to want to make a note. This is something you're going to change going into the next year. This is why we do this review process is to heighten that awareness so that you can make 
strategic leadership decisions going forward. Maybe you were losing time because you were just bouncing from thing to thing. You didn't have a real plan. You know, one second you're working on writing your book and then squirrel, you're over here and you're hopping on a meeting and then, oh, that's fine. And now I'm going to go, you know, do this thing over here. And then it's like you're all over the place and there's no clear path to the success that you're seeking. You're going to quickly get a sense of why the things you wanted to come to life did or did not. This is going to be very eye-opening. And sometimes for a lot of my clients, even my really high-achieving, successful clients, this is very humbling. It's frustrating. It's like, man, I wasted so much time on the wrong things, right? You know, sometimes it's work-related. Sometimes it's personal. You might go into a year saying, I'm going to be more present parent and I'm going to have this great thriving marriage. This is the year that I'm going to be healthy. But if you don't see the evidence in your calendar, the ways that vision is being honored and prioritized right there in black and white, your evidence is right there. The proof is in the pudding. You didn't care about those things as much as you said. Or you thought hope was a strategy. Like, can I see the blocks of time that were dedicated to your workouts if if health was a priority? Can I see in there the date nights that you took every week? Can I see in there the blocked off family time that you're going to honor every single week? I want to see the evidence so I can fix it going into the next year. Oh, and hold up a sec. Have you registered yet for this free masterclass that I'm doing that is literally going to change your business and your life? Okay, this process has been the number one thing that I've done to increase my profit year after year. And I'm gonna walk you through it step-by-step for free. It's strategically plan your most profitable year in 90 minutes. Here's what we're gonna do. In this time frame, you gotta be on live because that's where I'm gonna workshop it with you so that you walk out of here with the actual roadmap of your next year and how you're going to be profitable. It's not just on a whim and a prayer and a hope and you're gonna have the actual strategy and you're gonna be able to see in black and white exactly how you're going to hit your goals instead of setting goals and hoping and getting to work. So we're gonna strategically plan your most profitable year yet. We're gonna get crystal clear on how you will achieve your vision and turn your ideas into reality in a power-packed masterclass. So the things that you're gonna walk away with is my exact review process of your last year. I'm gonna tell you what data you need, what tools you need to leverage, identify exactly what worked, what didn't, and learn how to change your trajectory. You have more control than you think. The second thing we're gonna do is profitable year planning process that I use with my elite clients. I've used it for myself and it's changed the game for me. No more stalling out, no more plateaus. You can plan for your growth. So we're gonna blueprint your most profitable year and identify the key growth opportunities and strategic plan for your success. The third thing that's going to be real sexy is cash flow boosting actions. You are actually going to take the exact cash flow boosting action that I've taken in my business that I've implemented that have just blown the top off our growth financially and you're going to put them into your calendar so you now have a clear path to profitability laid out for your year, and you're going to use the proven strategies to optimize your revenue and financial growth. Those are big, hairy, scary words. No matter where you're at in business, this is a no-brainer. And then we're going to make it real life because I've convinced my incredible director of operations to come into this with me, and she's going to take your plans and turn them into actionable projects and timelines. You're going to master and get back your time this year and learn how to move the needle by working smarter, not harder. Okay, you want to be on live, though. This is going to happen on January 8th. So you enjoy this quiet season and you come back with a plan to crush it in this next year. But there are limited spaces available. Again, this is free, so it'll fill up fast. You want to go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash masterclass and 
reserve your spot and pass this along to other business owners, entrepreneurs who need this too, who want the clear path to success in alignment with their values and you want the game plan, here it is. Okay, so pumped to bring this to you. Okay, I digress, let's get back to the show. The other thing that I also want you to consider using your phone for is to look at how you have handed over control to your phone. In other words, where do you have notifications turned on? I have, you're gonna maybe laugh at this, I have zero notifications turned on on my phone, including text message. But how do you know if someone texted you? I know when I go into my phone and I open the text app during the allotted time during my day where I allow myself to do that. Because I'm human and when my phone is dinging at me, I'm distracted and I get way less done and I've studied the data that shows me that this is true for me. If you value becoming a leader and you really feel called into that next level of possibility, you should not have anything that pops up on your phone or your computer minus the handful of people who should have access to you at all times via phone call. Like if you're my mother, my husband, my siblings, you've got a direct line. Anybody else, I'll check at the allotted times because I'm likely I'm not your first call if something's going wrong and I'll call you back. You do not need your phone dictating your thoughts, your energy, or your time. And if you allow them to, the result is gonna be that you don't dictate those things, therefore you don't dictate the end result of the things that you're working towards. No apps, no freaking apps should send you any reminders. Your Slack, your team, okay, If you're a brain surgeon on call for a pediatric unit for emergency surgeries, you can have notifications on for the people who would reach out about that emergency brain surgery for that little miracle child that you're going to go save. Anybody else, you don't need it on. You go in at designated times to do that work. You control that, right? That's a leadership decision. It's a tough decision because maybe you have habits. It feels good when those things pop up and get to distract you for a moment. But instead, you're going to start to leverage that calendar that maybe was a little too blank or filled with crap that didn't really move the needle. And you're going to build in the times that you go in and specifically check your Instagram for work-related purposes or your emails or your text messages. This is not something your phone should control. And it's designed to control you, to addict you. So you control when you're looking at something, not your phone, and it's not going to any longer tell you what you need to do. The next piece is your planner. This is the next tool you're gonna pull from. Your phone calendar helps you see high level. Where do your days go? Your planner is gonna help you see where your hours went, where the minutes went. And this is how you're gonna start to both analyze and rework your days. So the planner is gonna allow you to get into the granular, where the hours and the minutes, where are they going? Not just the overarching theme of your calendar, the patterns within your calendar, but how you, or if you, mapped out your days. Again, this is not a time to beat yourself up. If you find that you're like, man, I really didn't leverage this, or I kind of won it most days, that's okay. Take note of that, because that's one of the first things that you'll change going into the next year. How awesome is it that you just identified something that is going to move the needle immediately? So make a note of it. Be ready to make that change. If you worked primarily, this is super, super common. If you worked primarily from to-do list after to-do list, like that's what you used your planner for. You just kind of had running lists of little tasks you did. That's evidence that the previous year 
wasn't your leadership year and that's okay. It was your management year, right? It was your maintenance year. That's fine, but you don't want to repeat that. It was the year you were in the weeds of your business and that was a season, but that season's behind you now. So you have to get out of the tasks in order to up level. How do you plan your day? Do you map out your time slots? Do you block time or do you just have hours that kind of fill up with calls and other people have access to your schedule and they can book with you whenever they want and it can pop up there even hours before and it's just like, oh, you wake up in the morning, open your calendar or planner and say, oh, this is where I have to show up and you go show up. Or do you show up to your day and just react, react to everybody else's requests? Like you have this big blank day because you know when you sign into email and social media and Slack, everyone else is going to tell you what they need you to do and you just react to those things and you check them off and you get them done. There is no growth possibility in that whatsoever. Again, maintenance, management. I have calls at these times, meetings at these times. This is when I allot time to get to do is done to-dos done like I have blocks of time that are designated specifically to different types of things like right now I am down in the barn studio and I have a three-hour block of time that's designated to recording nothing else is getting into this time I'm not opening my slack I'm not checking my emails I'm not responding to team my phone's on airplane mode I'm I'm laser focused on what this time was preemptively and proactively dedicated to knowing that this is something that had to get done the leadership way of doing this is to You still have things that need to get done, like the little things, the to-dos, but you also have those bigger blocks or squares of time that align and are dedicated to getting the bigger things done, the projects done, and a block of time, hopefully a smaller one, dedicated to getting the smaller things done, the tasks that do have to get done, but they don't get woven throughout your whole day. And then other blocks for intentional work that's aligned with where you're going, the leadership work. What's going to drive the train towards where you want to go and ensuring that there are blocks of time that are protected and dedicated to that, right? Do you build in strategic time for content creation? If you're looking through your planner from last year, do you see those blocks of time where you, and before you're like, oh, I never know what content to create. But now this next year, you're going to have blocks where you're like, okay, every Wednesday from noon to three is content creation. And you can start to see how the things that you've been hoping to get done will actually become things that get done. Or when you see your peers and you're like, how do they get these collaborations or these these opportunities or how did they get on so-and-so's podcast? They're dedicating specific time to nurturing relationships, to developing relationships. So you can see on your calendar in this next year, oh, I'm dedicating time to that. That is a high leverage move for me that's gonna move the needle. So I'm gonna create a time block that honors that, that specifically identifies that as a needle mover so that I know that it will happen. Instead of going into this year, setting the goal of being on 100 podcasts, but having no real plan as to how that's gonna happen. Let's see the evidence in your weeks. No more just winging it. I want you to flip through your planner and look for patterns right do you have a lot of white space where there's just nothing like because there was no call scheduled there was nothing you had to show up for a specific time slot you had to show up for it was just kind of left blank and you're left to your own devices when you sit down during that block of the day do you know how much time gets hemorrhaged when you approach it that way instead of having specific things that you can work on during that time and they're broken down ahead of time. I want you to start to build in the strategy, create the evidence of how the dreams are coming true. If you had big goals to fill your programs last year, but they didn't get filled, 
And then you flip back through your planner and you had no, you had hardly any sales calls. There you go. Like that should be a big focus. Oh, okay. My goal is going to be 10 sales calls a week. And I'm going to set these chunks of time dedicated to that. We have to start to create the path to possibility. This isn't a downhill slide into an automatic win that's just going to happen because you hope for it. This is going to come from strategic action, from leveraging this breakthrough year blueprint. So look at, did I just not put my energy where I needed to put it to get the end result I wanted to see? Did I just have this disillusionment in my mind that it would just happen because I declared it on the first of the year? So this is that gut check moment. Sometimes it hurts a little. But it's going to hurt so good when you go into this next year actually seeing growth right away. You can operate from a place of just dumping things that you need to get done throughout the day and you just plop them into certain hours of your day. Where do I have to be today? What do I have to do? Being a to-do list manager. Or you can have the calls and the things that you're committed to, but also have these little squares of time where you put your energy and your focus into the things that drive the train towards where you actually want to go. Content creation, nurturing relationships, connecting with people, leading your team. So how can you adjust going into the next year? I want you to take a minute and take note of that, right? Break that down. Find the patterns, consciously make the adjustments. Okay, the next piece is going to be leveraging your journal. Again, if you didn't use a journal, use this as an opportunity to learn how you should use it. So the next piece of the puzzle, taking out that journal, and it's going to give you the evidence of the back end of your life, your heart, the emotional side of this process, where your head was at in certain seasons. You're going to find, wow, I was really like dark cloud situation for during those months. I didn't realize how low I was, but look how I came out of it. Or you're going to be able to look at your journal next to your planner and be like, well, no wonder I felt like that. Look at my days, right? No no wonder I felt lost. I had no plans on my planner. It was like white space and every day was stressful because I had no idea what I was doing. Or no wonder I was so freaking stressed out. Every minute of my day is dedicated to something. So you're going to be able to use these tools in tandem to identify where you were falling off the tracks and where you, even better, when things were going really, really well in the journal, you can look at your planner and be like, well, of course they were going well. I I was having a good five to 10 sales calls a week. No wonder our numbers were up. So You can flip through the moments where you are experiencing pain and hardship in business or home life, right? And see how it collided with your reality of the day-to-day. This helps you get such clear data on what was really going on. You got to be able to look at the human side of it because you're human. Your emotions, how you felt, what you were navigating. Maybe you were walking through a huge personal loss, but trying to compartmentalize that from your business. And then if you looked at your planner during that stage and you looked at your heart during that stage and you're like, well, no wonder it was things were happening like that. I was navigating something really hard. Or I'll put a lot of pressure on myself after I have a baby, right? I'll have, I'll have a baby and then like three months later, my business isn't booming the way I wanted it to. But I'm like, wait, I just spent the last three months in the season of rest as I should have. I shouldn't have expectations that it should be this other way. Right? So you can look at what was really going on. And the journal is such a powerful tool 
because it's also a reminder of how you made it through. You came out the other side of that really hard thing. You can go over it and see how you were able to get through those struggles and how you were resilient and what you learned from those times, right? What was the wisdom in that pain or that suffering? And you can look at both the planner and the calendar and your journal and look at things outside of the granular. What were the big milestones you achieved that maybe you just glossed right over? You downplayed them. You didn't even realize they happened, right? Who did you spend the bulk of your time with? Did some relationships take a back seat? And maybe that's why it led to, you know, a wedge in your marriage or struggles with your kids. Let all of it be a reminder to weave these things into your next year, to be intentional about your next year. If you just try to think of the last year, like if you just sat down and you're like, I'm going to reflect on last year, it's not going to be accurate. You're not going to remember the raw emotions you felt eight months ago without reading the words that you wrote eight months ago. You're not going to remember the high you had from doing things a specific way that yielded a really positive result and the wins you experienced unless you read the words that represent how you felt in that moment. It's going to be your emotions just manipulating your mind into thinking a specific thing instead of pulling out the actual pieces of paper and the digital elements saying exactly what happened. You can see how everything just collided. Your struggles, your wins, your hardships, the blessings, right? Where your head was at during that time, what was going on, and all the evidence starts to come into play. I remember when we were launching this company, things got so hard like so dark for me. It was so much work and there were so many failures and mistakes and learnings and lessons and I was capturing all of it in my journal because I think for me at the time it was a form of survival. I'm like I've got to get this out of my head so I can actually maybe sleep tonight and it was so powerful to then look back on that years later and see what I overcame and how I problem solved it and how I figured it out and how maybe I had a couple days where my mind was in the gutter but then I saw myself pull my out of the gutter. It was like, all right, I know I've been really down the last few days, but I understand now like I have to rally. This is this is part of leadership and who I'm becoming. And I could see myself talking myself through it and growing through it in that very moment. I could see how we kept going. And even through the pain and the struggle, I could see the vision in it and I could see where we came from. And I could remember, man, we can do this. Like, I can do this. I can look outside the granular. I can see the big milestones. I can see the progress I've made. I can see that I survived hard times. I can see the blessings and the lessons in that suffering. There's so much value in really looking through that journal. I have to tell you, I've had a crazy experience. So I've been filling journal after journal for years now, and I'm so glad that I put this into practice because I love going back and looking at it. And there was a season a few years ago, it was a long season, like a couple years, where things were so hard. We had moved across the country away from family. We had three little babies at the time or had a, were having our third baby. I was super sick. I was going through my health struggles for about five years and it was really taking its toll on pretty much everything it touched. And It was just dark, like we were growing this business, we had launched some new things and we were just grinding, trying to get by because I was only able to work a couple hours a day because I was so sick. And I was praying in my journal, like writing to God, 
God, I know you're going to use this for good. I know this suffering will count for something someday, but can that someday be someday soon? Like, can you show me evidence that this is not all for naught and that can you please have mercy on me and bring me relief and help me see this path forward and bring someone or something into my life that is going to help me get a little bit closer to where we're trying to go. Can you please make it evident what you're calling me to do and give me the strength to do it? And please let there be abundance. Like some point in this process, let there be abundance. I will keep going. I will keep fighting. If you keep putting this in front of me, I will keep pursuing it. But I am tired. I'm literally weary down to my bones and I need some help. And now the last year has been so abundant so beautiful, so incredible. So many doors have opened. Things that I used to pray for years ago that I didn't even think would really end up in my in my world or in my life. And I'm just so in awe getting to read the process. Like little by little, I would I didn't notice it at the time, right? Because you're writing almost every day where I'd be like, God, I don't know if I can keep doing this anymore. You got to bring something into my life. You got to give me a lifeline. And then like a week later, someone would reach out and it would be that lifeline. And I didn't even put the pieces together then, but in retrospect, I could see it. I could see how he had his hand in everything and I could chronicle that whole process. It's such a beautiful process. So capture it, capture it. If you didn't do it previously, do it now. Financials. Listen, you got to live in reality. You run a business. You run a business. You need to know what's coming in, what's going out. Is there growth? If it's been a rough few years, Feel the feelings, but then get strategic. You got to know, is there profit? Are there mistakes being made? Are you losing money? Are you making money in certain areas that you could double down on? Whether you track it in an online way or using a bookkeeper or looking at your credit card expenses, you've got to look at your financial reality within your business, the health of your business and in your home. Right? How much do you bring home? What is your actual profit? How much is being saved? Where is it being invested? How much did you spend last year on the business? Where is the most money going? Where can you conserve? Can you afford to spend more because it would give you a better ROI? Right? Did something work well and then you could double down on it? These are the things that are so critical as a business owner to look at and just be the leader in that family. It is not fair to the people you're leading, to your team, to your family, to just spend without knowing where it's going. You need to have a P&L. You can look at it high level at first. And as you look back on the last year, you can also see where you could have made better financial decisions, right? So you can make that change next year. You can shut down certain things that you're paying for automatically that you haven't used in a year. This way you can ensure that the next year is going to be leveraged with discernment and wisdom that take you into the decisions that are going to move you closer to where you want to be, right? This is, this is what it's about. Did you spend money on Facebook ads, but it didn't even convert? Did you hire additional help, but it wasn't fruitful financially? Did you spend a lot of money on tools you didn't use or that weren't necessary or a ton on launches or events, but you didn't even really bring home profit? You got to look at those financials and see what the ROI was. If you're frustrated that your business isn't advancing, but you see that you didn't invest in yourself or your business, You need to look at the team and the tools and the programs and the things that you are spending on and then make the adjustments accordingly, right? This is how you do this process. 
write these things down, take note of the important things. What are you going to cancel? What are you going to change? What are you going to let go of? What are you going to spend on? What are you going to save? Write all this down. And then finally, the last two pieces of the puzzle, I want you to bring your family and your team into this because I don't want just your opinion. I want theirs, right? Talk to your family. Shut off your ego for a minute and say, okay, guys, I want to know what worked for you last year. What didn't work? What do you want more of or less of? What frustrated you? What hurt you? What could I do better? What time do you want to preserve for us, right? Should we carve out our vacation time now or maybe Friday afternoons we're together as a family or we have slow mornings, we don't start our workday until a little bit later or Sundays are our day with no devices, no distractions, no nothing. Like carve that out with your family and hear them. And then do the same thing with your team. Who do I need to be to live out the year that I'm currently imagining, right? Be honest with me. You need to communicate better right? Or you need to cast the vision for us. We don't even know where we're going. Or you need to be more clear. You need to use your system so that we're not wasting time. You need to bring in more support. I'm spread too thin. They're going to express to you, if you give them a safe place to do it, who you need to become to live out this dream. This is the visionary review process that nobody's doing. And the very few that do, it changes everything. Get ready for your breakthrough year. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.